Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, welcome to Going Greys on your Thursday morning right here on Sky Sports Radio. Simon Orchard with you as always and nice little show today. A couple of very good trainers will join us to discuss a couple of the feature races coming up on the calendar in the next 10 days or so. In about 10 minutes' time, we'll have a yak to Dennis Barnes. He's preparing his middle-distance gun, Nangar Rocket, for the $500,000 to the winner, 7.15. The heats of that race go off next Friday night at the Gardens, but there's a very nice lead-in race happening tomorrow night, and we'll get Dennis's thoughts on his dog as well as what that series means to trainers in New South Wales. But before we talk to Dennis, the Group 3 Nara Puppy Classic is set to be runner one on Saturday night at the Pine Bowl down in Nara. It's worth $40,000. And this race has kick-started the careers of some very talented chasers over the years. Bandit Ned won the race two years ago. He went on to win a Group 1 Vic Peters Classic in the same year. Skywave won the race in 2018, ran third in a million-dollar chase final later that year. And Fantastic Spiral, well, it claimed the Nara Puppy Classic in 2015. He won the Group 1 Dapto Megastar four months later. So history suggests if you win this race, you could go on to bigger and better things. Neil Staines rugs up Luna Country. She'll jump from Box 1 in this year's final. And Neil joins us on the program this morning to discuss her chances. Morning, Neil. How are things, mate? Good, thanks, Simon. Yourself? Going well, mate. bit dreary up here in Maitland at the moment. So hopefully the rain stays away uh, along the south coast for this big race on Saturday night. Hey, mate, we'll talk about the race in a bit more depth in a minute. But first... Let's talk about Luna Country. How did she come to be in your kennel, Neil? Mate, she's a, a good mate of mine, Jimmy Johnson. I've trained for Jimmy for a lot of years, and um, he's been in the game a lot of years. So uh, he gets the dogs ready, and um, when, if they're up to my standard, which um, most of them are, he, uh, he gives me a call and says, I've got a couple here for you. You mentioned Jimmy Johnson, mate. He also owned the dog's grandmother, I believe, Country Rebel, and she won a Wagga Cup. Back in oh, yeah. 2011, how good was she, Neil? No, she was a good bitch, real good bitch. Yeah, very what, good. Um, when Jimmy prepares them, Neil, what are you looking for when you mention if they're up to your standard? What are you hoping to get when a dog arrives on your doorstep ready to ready to head to the racetrack? Well, for, pretty much with, with Jimmy, when they when they turn up at my kennels, they, they're pretty much ready to go. They're bomb-proof. He, um, he does everything. It takes his time with his dog, with his puppies, rares and will. Uh, takes his time with them, breaks them in, and then, and if he uh, thinks that they're going to be tab class or a bit better, he'll give me a call. Well, this one's certainly living up to the billing, mate. In the Group Three final of the Nara Puppy Classic, worth forty thousand dollars, which is pretty good going to Saturday night. What do you think of the race itself? Not the final this weekend, but the race, the Nara Puppy Classic, and what it's meant to young dogs over the years now. Oh, mate, it's a, it's a great thing. I think uh, I think. The first one or the second one, I might have just got—I got beat a nose or half a head with a dog called Odd Knock Alarak. Um, but back back in them days, you paid you paid up before the race started. So if you had a had a pup a litter that you were at confidence in, where you pay your pay your money up first up, and that's our first start off. But now it's just open, and they, then they had to be maidens, I think. But now they're they're it's open. Yeah, open class. Times have changed a little bit. You're listening to the voice of Neil Staines. He trains Luna Country, who will jump from box one in Saturday night's Nara Puppy Classic. Let's turn our attention to the race. Neil, and you're the envy of the field, mate, with box one. She seems to want the rail. What did you think when you saw the draw? Oh, good. I, I couldn't ask for a better <laughs> box. Couldn't ask for a better box, mate. If she's, um, 
if she's going to do anything, it'll be from there, as long as she doesn't waste it. And um, if she doesn't waste it and jumps like I, she can in the last couple of starts, well, she's going to um, she's going to be up there early, that's for sure. She's a determined little bugger now, and she doesn't give up the rail lightly. Her heat run was probably a couple of lengths below her best. She ended up running 29.92 behind coin model for Andy Lord, but she does have a track and trip PB of 29.73, which is, you know, three lengths quicker. Do you reckon that puts her in the mix, if she can run that time again? Most definitely, mate. I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got a fair bit of fame. It's, it's a third a third up syndrome. She's a, it's a third 500, so um, we've got that going for us. Um, I think she got into a little bit of strife cutting across the other day, which held her up a bit, and the, um, the one dog didn't give her any sort of moved out and took her running. So, no, look, I, I think she'll improve, Simon. I've got a... Um, yeah, I, I just hope she... Uh, well, she's got to have to improve, but I think she will. You've also got Shelley Marie and the brother Country Roy nominated to run on Saturday night. Neil, if I gave you 10 bucks, mate, out of the three dogs, who would you use that $10 on? Uh, probably Roy. I think I'd go Roy. He's, he's a pretty good run. And... Um, in the heats, he's second reserve in the in the final, mm. as you know. And uh, he's come up with the one cherry again. I think he yeah, he'll be very hard to beat if he he can he can step on on occasions too, mate. Don't worry. You mentioned Country Roy, second reserve for that narrow pup narrow puppy classic final. Lunar Country at the moment seventeen dollar chance with the tab. Coin model three dollar thirty favourite. Do you have a a main danger Neil that one you're looking at that maybe can get in the way or cause you the most trouble? Oh look, look! They're all, they're all there, Simon, and I think they're all, they can all. Thing is, with these sort of races, the box is a great equaliser. So, you know, you can um, you come unstuck with good dogs in bad boxes and bad dogs in good boxes. So, you know, anything can happen. It's yeah. I couldn't be happy with my bitch put that way. There's, there's seven other dangers there, but I just hope that. Um, we're out, out in front going. Well, Neil, we wish you all the best for Saturday night. Just uh, for those out there who love a bit of uh, a few box numbers here, out of the last five winners, mate, three have come from box one where you're drawn on the weekend. And we can see an upset in these young, narrow puppy classic races. Mate, we wish you all the best for Saturday night. Hopefully, afterwards, you're trying to find a few cold ones to celebrate Lunar Country's win in the narrow puppy classic. Thanks for joining us this morning. Good on you, mate. Always a pleasure. There he goes. Great fella, Neil Staines. Lunar Country, as I said, $17 chance to the bookies at the moment. Coin model, the favourite for the Nara Puppy Classic on Saturday night. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat to Dennis Barnes about Nangar Rocket and the 7.15. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear Bridal Me. With the temperature cooling, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridal Me. 279 Victoria Road, opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Just quickly before we get to our next guest, the Group 3 Tari Cup was run yesterday. It was taken out by Real and Bluey, trained by John Thomas, owned by Terry Miller, and it was an easy, breezy watch for connections once they got around that first band. Real and Bluey shot away 
after the rest of the field got involved in a bit of a tangle. Ended up being over a seventh-length win, and they take home the first ever Group 3 Tari Cup. So well done to all involved up there at Tari and to connections of the winners. Well, in just over a week, the second ever edition of the 7.15 rolls into the gardens. The heats will be held next Friday night for the race worth $500,000 to the winner. Last year, the first race, it was taken out by Miss Esme. And one man trying to emulate that effort might be Dennis Barnes. He's attempting to get his middle distance gun, Nangar Rocket, up to the 715-metre trip. That campaign starts tomorrow at the gardens. And Dennis joins us on the line now. Morning, Dennis. Do we have you there, Dennis? Come in, Dennis. There he is. Morning, mate. Let's start with the burning question, Dennis. Can Nangar Rocket run out a 715-metre race? Well, I think that'll be answered tomorrow night, mate. Um, He's really on trial just to uh, see if he can run the 715 at the Gardens. We give him a couple at Wendy and, you know, he led up last week. He looked like he was... um, going good but I think he got to about 6.20 and he said that's as far as I want to go but uh, you know uh, he seems to have an affinity with the um, Newcastle track he he seems to like it Um, and just watching his 600s he he just looks to be running it out so strong so look we'll give him one more go tomorrow night and uh, if he can't run it tomorrow night we might call uh, it quits on the 700s well, we know he's a really good 600-metre dog, Dennis. Fourth in the country classic behind Showman Jack, and he made a mess of that same dog last week, as you mentioned, at the Gardens over 600. What's the thought process, mate, in trying to get a dog like him, so brilliant over 600, to run out a true staying trip? Oh, look, I'd be honest with you, I think uh, a true stayer, yeah, they're born, I think. Um, you can't um, turn a 400, you know, a true 400-metre sprint into a 600-metre sprinter. Uh, 600 metre stay, you know. Um, it doesn't matter how much work you give them. So, uh, no, it's up to him tomorrow night. We have changed his work a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Uh, working a bit harder between the races. So, look, if he can't run it tomorrow night, I just um, I don't think he will. You mentioned tomorrow night, Dennis. He goes into a 750 metre race at the Gardens for the first time. He's drawn box eight. It's almost a mini heat of the 7.15. You've got Bandit Jane, Cobalt Magic, Dipping Whiskey, all coming up for a look, no doubt, ahead of next week's heats. What do you make of the box eight draw and the field assembled tomorrow night? Oh, look, he, um, early in his career, that's where he wanted to be, seven or eight. Um, he seems to have taken now. He seems to have changed it around. He seems to like the one, but he'll go right out of the eight. Um, like I said, he'll go right for 600. I know that, but I don't know what's going to happen after this. Look, it's a hot field. Coolborn Magic's mostly one of the best stayers in Australia. And um, he, he goes from, you know, 400 to 600 to 700 and just keeps going. <laughs> I'm talking to Dennis Barnes on Going Greyhounds this morning about Nangar Rocket and the prospect of running out the 715-metre trip at the Gardens ahead of the 7.15 heats, which start next Friday night. Dennis, um, let's talk a little bit about these new races, mate. You've been around a long time. In the last 18 months, we've seen an influx of new races on the Greyhound scene. The 715, of course, the Country Classic, the Thunderbolt have all come in and there's big prize money on offer. What do you make of these new rich races and what's it doing for trainers out in the country? Look, it's a great concept. Um, you know, we've had Dubbo races. Um, yeah, it's pretty lot of interest in 600 and 700 metre racing for sure. Um, something had to be done because um, if you look at the programs now, everywhere, every TAB track is 
um, eight out of ten races are 300 metre races. Um, I mean, you just can't get runs. Out here now, um, I think it's the same everywhere at the TAB track. Once you win two or three 500s, well, what do you do with them? You've got to either send them interstate uh, or send them to trainers in Sydney or, you know, well, that's just, there's just not enough races around for But if you've got a 300 metre dog, you would be a race every day day of the week if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, they've got to do something um, to promote 500 metre racing. 500, you know, if you got 500 metre dogs, well then you'll get your 600 metres from there. You talk about races and trying to find races for your dogs, Dennis. What about tracks, mate? We've seen obviously in the last six months or so a few different tracks, trial tracks and race tracks opening. Musselbrook opened last weekend and it was met with a lot of fanfare, great nominations and a lot of dogs and, and trainers, participants out there having a good time. You come from an era, mate, where you, you raced all over the place. Is it good to see more tracks opening up and um, Greyhound Racing New South Wales obviously trying to reinvigorate the industry in certain areas? Oh, yeah, it's good. Um, you know, like some areas, uh, especially up there at the Central Coast, you know, they've got Feaster Racing. And, you know, they've got the Taree, Maitland, Newcastle, Gosford. Um, and other tracks like us out here, we've, um, you know, we've got Dupper. Um, and if we want to go from, like in my instance, if I want to go from Fidel uh, to Tamora, it's three and a half hours. And Dubbo's an hour and 20. And Gunner does four and a half out. So, uh, yeah, we definitely need a track out here. Um, you know, desperately. What would you do, Dennis? Would you upgrade the existing Dubbo facility or do you think there needs to be another track somewhere else, maybe Lithgow, Bathurst, somewhere around that region? Oh, look, it's supposed to be in the process of building a new track since Bathurst closed down. Look, we need need another track out here in the western area, just desperately. They've just got Lithgow going again. Well, that's, you know, anyone from Dubbo to Lithgow, that's three and a half hours. but, you know, if we get another track in the Orange area, it would be great. Um, it would help immensely. But um, we just can't keep travelling. We're just travelling, you know, four and five hours. Um, you know, for us to go to Sydney and back, it's four and a half hours each way. Um, we just can't keep it up. It's certainly a burning issue in, in the sport at the moment, Dennis, and one that hopefully we can we can try and make amends with in, in the coming months and years. Well, mate, look, good luck with Nangar Rocket tomorrow night at the Gardens. Travel safe, as you mentioned. Hopefully he can run out the trip and take his place in the 7.15 heats next Friday night. Thanks for joining us on Going Grays this morning. All right. Thanks, Simon. No worries. Bye. There he goes, Dennis Barnes. Some really salient points there on, well, track upgrades as well as 500-metre racing around New South Wales. Some talking points for another time. All right, before we wrap up today on Going Grays, chasing a casino, gun it up. And Dapto and the best bets at each venue are as follows. Casino, race three, number two, Surf Princess. Gunnada, race nine, number one, Jet Keen. And Dapto, race five, number two, Aboya Bail. Just to repeat, Casino, three, two, Surf Princess. Gunnada, race nine, number one, Jet Keen. And Dapto, race five, number two, Aboya Bail. That's going, Graves, for another week. We'll be back same time next Thursday. Until then, happy punting and hooroo.